1: welcome back to another electrifying episode of the Michael Deacon program. For those of you out there, those first-time listeners, my name is Michael, and I'm not a right-wing wacko or a leftist idiot who allows his wife or girlfriend to peg him on a free spirit, a man on a mission. It's a pleasure to meet you. We extend our heartfelt gratitude to all those out there discovering us in the depths of the internet. We are a rebellious bunch, and we've been shunned by the overlords here on YouTube. But we won't let that stop us from bringing you the best content and conversation out there, that's for sure. And uh, to our regular listeners out there, We know you're here because you've been seeking us out. You were meant to be here, that's for sure. Now tonight we want to hear from all of you out there. Don't be shy, call in, share your thoughts and ideas with us. Call in whenever you'd like. Throw in your two cents tonight. Get involved, if you wish. Don't just sit there behind your phones and your keyboard, step it up, boys and girls. Oh, yeah. Let's uh, cut this music now. That went on a little too long uh, for my personal preference here. But regardless, that was quite fun. And uh, joining me here in a moment will be my co-host, Mr. Mike Hideous. I'm pretty sure he is ready to go. Let's see what uh, is going on with Mike. Uh, Mike, are you alive?
2: Left-wing, wha- right-wing wackos and left-wing idiots. That was a good one. I liked that.
1: <laughs> I uh, just go on the fly here.
2: <laughs> Hello, Mr. Deacon. How are you, sir?
1: I'm good. Sometimes I don't even know what's going to happen here, and uh, that one just sort of <laughs> rolled through me there, but- I was
2: cracking up
1: when I said it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed the over-the-top uh, intro <laughs> there, but yes, uh, people get involved. Don't just sit there behind your keyboard, step it up. That number is 424 Don't be afraid. It's just a number. Don't be scared. It's okay. Um, but yes, Mike, <laughs> I'm glad you're here. This is going to be a good one. And yeah. it is with a great pleasure to introduce to uh, all of you out there, my co-host. Uh, if you guys don't even know that yet, this is the the co-host of the program, Mike Hideous. Thank and you, Michael. Oh, Hello, yes. everyone. Hello. Yes, he's a distinguished artist and former musician. Widely recognized as a legend in the gothic rock scene, and uh, yes, Mike is a wealth of experience and knowledge, and he's here to share that with us as he usually is. Thank you. Doing so, yeah,
2: I'm also an astronaut and a brain surgeon.
1: That's true. So, Mike, how are you uh, tonight? Here, everything is going okay, I hope.
2: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm on paint. well, I'm on painkillers tonight. I, I, oh, uh, I had okay. an accident yesterday, and uh, I'm suffering from some serious rib pain Ooh. and some severe back, lower back pain, but I already have back problems, so just kind of made it worse. I, I'm okay. It's just I had an accident yesterday out here in Pennsylvania we Had a little bit, little bit of snow. I slid off the road. It was quite climatic, I will admit that, but I'm okay. I just got to get my vehicle fixed.
1: Did you almost die, Mike? Be honest.
2: I, you want my honest opinion, Michael? Yeah, Very him firm. Here. I'm not kidding when I say this. I am lucky. And I say that only because the way the vehicle ended up positioning itself after I went off the road is uh, on my right side, I had a, a, a pole, a telephone pole, and a metal sign, you know, like one of those poles for a metal sign, like a street sign. And on my left, I had a row of very thick trees. And I was right smack in the middle. To the right, the poles were about, I kid you not, maybe 12 inches. And to the left on the driver's side, the trees, again, not kidding, two inches.
1: Yikes. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're okay and not Thank dead you. somewhere. You're not roadkill. And yes, you were briefly describing what was going on. But I wanted uh, i wanted your first hand account here on the program. Thank you. And uh, goddamn, Mike. Yeah. You, like uh, I said. <laughs> you cheated death once again.
2: Yeah, well, you know, it certainly wasn't death, but I'll, I'll put it to you this way. The angle of the car, that the way it hit where it hit, the airbags didn't even deploy. Not that they were de- defective, but I didn't hit anything from the front, which was good because uh, I could have really cracked my car up bad. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. I got to deal with it, and that's that. I'm just recovering, like I said. I got a little I'm taking a little bit of oxy oxycodone today uh for the lower back and the and the rib pain that I'm experiencing. And I didn't even feel it until today.
1: I thought you were saying you were taking oxycontin. No,
2: no. Um, is it oxycontin? No 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 no, it's oxy oxycodone.
1: You wish it was though, it would help.
2: Oxycontin is morphine, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Right.
1: It'd be better now, for you. This
2: is just like percocet kind of stuff. You know? Ah. And I'm okay with that.
1: (laughs) It'll work. It'll work.
2: It certainly is right now. It's working.
1: Oh, I like that. Well, I'm glad you're in a higher spirits, more of a positive vibe. Yeah. Mike is high, actually.
2: (laughs) No more than you are, buddy, when you're drinking on the air.
1: (laughs) I'm not drinking. How dare you?
2: No, no. It's all good, brother. It's all good. I love it when you're drunk.
1: (laughs) I don't think I've ever done the show drunk.
2: Didn't we do a show once where we, we it was supposed to be an intoxication show? I remember that.
1: Yeah, we I think we did do something like that. Yeah,
2: that's right, about five years ago, maybe yeah. six.
1: Ooh, that's it, when it got really bad.
2: Yeah. You, wow. You you told me because I had to work that day. Yeah,
1: I remember. And we, I, didn't, wow. I didn't get home
2: till late. And I remember Ooh. you guys were already on the air. Ooh. You were you had been drinking, and since I don't drink, it I was bad. Of, I sort of partook in the in the in the flower.
1: Oh, it was bad, Mike.
2: Yeah, we should do it again sometime.
1: I, you know, it, that was like a four hour show. <laughs> yeah. I know. I it don't it. even know how or why, but my God, we survived that one. Yes, yeah, so it was a four who, hour who else show. there on that show? There was a lot of people on that show.
2: One in particular, though. He was, I can't remember who it was. Eric? Was it Eric?
1: It might have been Eric. Might have been. It might have been. But lot yes, lots drunk Mike, people called Lots him. of drunk people called him. and That was. That was quite phenomenal. I didn't think it was going to work out that way. Um, But we still did quite well, even though we were highly intoxicated. A very embarrassing episode uh, for me. You know, I was trying to try not to remember that one, but here Mike is bringing it up and uh, giving me trauma here.
2: I liked it. I thought it was groovy.
1: Those shows get me in trouble.
2: Do they really?
1: (laughs) Oh, they always do. I mean, Mike, I mean, I've been offered many gigs uh, in in the radio world, but. Anytime they yeah. go back and uh, look yeah. me up, it's you know <laughs> that
2: one I, pops up.
1: They never hear. I mean, I never hear from them again. <laughs> Once they hear the shows, yeah.
2: <laughs> Thank you very much. Don't call us; we'll call you. <laughs>
1: exactly. That's the truth, though. But I mean, that's what you're going to get into uh, when you're having fun and doing a program like this, you know. Indeed. It's crazy oh, out here, but yes, Mike. I'm just enjoying the strange weather out here in Southern California. What's
2: going on by you?
1: Well, there's a, a rare blizzard that's going on. What? Yeah, there's where? all kinds of snow going on. It's it's windy. It's been raining. It's
2: I'm assuming north, you mean, right?
1: Not out here, south.
2: How could that be? You're like in the desert.
1: I don't know. But it's uh that's what's going on. There's snow up in the mountains, there's snow oh, close by. You know, I'm only about an hour, like less than an hour away from where it snows really.
2: Is that so? I pretty we're much down far enough, like close to Mexico or something. That's still, and you still get f- snow down there. I'm I mean, surprised.
1: Not where I am in p- particular, but close by. Yeah. You know, oh, I, yeah.
2: I think I, I I have to say now that you're you're saying all this, I did hear about some bad snow weather in Texas too. Is it? Am I wrong? Did I did I miss, get misinformation?
1: I don't know. I haven't been paying attention to what's going on in Texas. To be honest. <laughs> I could kind of care less uh, what goes on around there. Uh, I just know that uh, the power, uh, it's pretty shaky out there. Indeed. Out here, out there, uh, thanks to the weather. uh, Stay stay warm and dry. I mean, well, that's the thing, Mike. You know, the weather almost took you out.
2: Yeah, And, and I'll tell you, Michael, I don't recall if I told you yesterday when we spoke, but I was in probably less than a quarter of an inch of sleet and snow. And the combination of like, you know, there's like, and when I say frozen rain, I'm not referring to snow. Snow is different. Frozen rain comes down in chunks. Sleet comes down in, I don't even know what it comes down in, but, and of course hail is frozen water. Um, So it was a combination of that. And it's just perfect conditions for an, an ice covered road. And that's exactly what happened and i was less than four miles away from my home i was going to the post office
1: and that's all it is
2: that's all it took
1: that's all it takes i mean well should have stayed home well a friend uh, a friend of mine his father was killed right outside of his home by a drunk driver so i mean shit happens
2: oh that's terrible
1: you could just die right out front of your your front yard there
2: you know they they do say statistics say that they uh, most accidents occur within a 20 mile radius of your own home that's crazy and i, I mean I, I don't know what the statistics are of being killed in front of your home but probably,
1: probably up there probably, probably high,
2: just as high right
1: i would imagine uh but n- definitely not a way to go out of getting hit by a drunk driver
2: oh no that's terrible did they did they get the guy and did, did he was justice
1: received i believe so i believe he was apprehended and cuffed and taken away Good. And uh, yes, and that is pretty brutal. I apologize to that guy. Yeah, that's. Um, I wish I could reach out to him, but he sort of became an enemy of mine.
2: I remember who you're talking about yeah. now. I remember the story.
1: Yes, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, I I I forgive many of my enemies out that's there right. because things like this happen to them, and then I feel sorry for them.
2: You've turned over a new leaf, my friend. I
1: pretty much have. You know, I've kind of reached out to a lot of people that I felt like I was kind of mean towards, you know, and I kind of let it go. Well, I still think you're mean. I just think that- No, that's true. A little bit. (laughs) I guess you're right. You
2: have a a new attitude. You know, that comes with age, Michael. As you get older, you start realizing life's too short to hold grudges and, you know, be mad at people forever. That's true. look at me and not, not to get off the subject, but look at me a couple weeks ago, you and I had a discussion and I said to you, I'd be willing to talk to, or was willing to talk to my, one of my more enemies, Paul. Paul. Remember?
1: You're willing to talk to Paul and you're willing to talk to uh, Michael Graves.
2: Uh, I I did say that. I did say that.
1: It's a little, well, that one's a little rocky.
2: Yeah, it is. But you know, I'm open. If anybody's willing to give me respect, I'll be the first to give it back tenfold. That, that that's how I am. You you respect me. I respect you. And I think what you've come to, you've come to a point in your life. And this is just me assuming, my two cents. I think you've come to a point in your life where you realize, as I said, life's too short to
1: be a, a prick all your life. You know,
2: not that you were a prick. I'm just saying, if you have I any mean, issues have
1: or what. I mean, I might have been to a few uh, to a few people. Sure.
2: <laughs> we all have. Yeah. Come on. We all have.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I agree. I, I've been sort of, you know, letting these things go. Um, but yes, in the chat room, uh, have you ever seen snow? And that's from Victoria. Are you uh, are you an idiot, Victoria? Of <laughs> course, we go. I've We're seen back snow. To the old Michael. <laughs> I didn't take a long, ride.
2: Yeah, it's like ten seconds. Out. You're back. Okay, hello.
1: <laughs> I'm in California. There, there's beaches. There's snow. There's mountains. There's rainfalls.
2: Do you know if you're like sort of on the same, I don't know if it's latitude or long- latitude, I think, as as like Texas, like Houston? Because I know they had snow, even, even Florida. Another day is here, and you're ready for it.
1: What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
2: I had snow at a couple of points. So I'm wondering if you're on that same latitude with, with them. As I don't with- know,
1: Mike. I, I don't really care for Texas <laughs> or Florida, to be honest with you, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate them both. <laughs> <laughs> oh mike i didn't change at all here i am
2: no, i'm
1: back right. yeah here we go i take
2: back everything yeah
1: I <laughs> i'm back i'm alive well that didn't take long um but yes mike it, it gets kind of crazy out here at times and some say it's not natural that this is uh manufactured it's not a natural occurrence mm, they say warming. it's it's a weather modification yeah.
2: global warming
1: it's something It's something
2: last, last week it was 62 degrees here. Now, mind you, this is February. I'm in the same month as you on the other side of the country. And it was 62 degrees. And I went outside, I did a few things that I had to do outside. And when was it yesterday? Yesterday, it dropped down to like in the low thirties, high twenties. And like I said, we had that sleet and, and ice and everything crazy global warming.
1: It's pretty kidding, wild. Of yes, kidding. Mike's kidding, of course. Uh, don't get too shocked, but yes, we've got a <laughs> we've got a terrible storm coming out here in Southern California, the worst that has been experienced probably since the late '90s. They're saying several flood warnings and power outages are expected out here, and uh, you know this is one of the reasons why we're doing the show now, not later. You never know. This this uh, show might just go off here. The power just might die. And
2: let's face it, you guys have more problems. With the electrical grid out by you, absolutely, and and, and and just think, if you all had electric cars,
1: we'd be screwed.
2: Imagine what would.
1: What, what oh my god! And that's what they want us to do out here, and that's it's right. the They're worst. They're forcing it down your throat. It really is. I mean, we. I am in the wastelands of California. That's for sure. Way down south here, pretty bad. It gets hot. It gets cold. But at the same time, not as cold as where you are, Mike. But. Yes, we um are a strange bunch out here in California. Indeed. But yes, I've already received warnings that, you know, the power outage, there's going to be a power outage. That's what I'm reading here. And uh, to expect it if it happens, that's why, again, that's why we're here. But we power forward, Mike. And I just wanted to say again that I'm glad you're alive and in one piece. Thanks, mate. And that uh, you were the latest victim of this, uh, chaotic, this chaotic weather that um, we've been experiencing all over here in the states and again some people say it's not a natural thing at all people say that this is for sure a uh, result of a weather modification mike uh, but i know you don't believe that obviously Do you believe it do you? sometimes i do i mean it's kind uh, of uh suspicious it's a little suspicious that all this has been going on with, with the weather out here i mean we don't really experience this sort of nonsense so it's hard for me to you know dismiss and uh, yes, Doctor Detroit, it's all those, um, yes, <laughs> shitty politicians you have in California. Poopy. That's what he's saying, poopy. poopy yeah, the the poopy emoji there in the chat. Yes, I, <laughs> I agree. You know, no, I, I'm not going to deny that or fight with you here, Doctor Detroit. It, it is true. The politicians, in general, are the scum of the earth, and especially the ones here in California. Unfortunately, you know, they don't have their head screwed on the proper way mike and i'm just being polite here because mm-hmm. you know we're not we're not trying to go too crazy here i hear you yeah or my dad's gonna get mad <laughs> can you imagine that
2: i i can't wait to meet
1: i've i have anxiety now doing the show <laughs> it's like thanks dad
2: <laughs>
1: glad for your support
2: thanks mr deacon
1: oof you know you actually you you'll you'll like the old man
2: I, I think I will. I'll yeah, get along. Really with looking them. forward to meeting him.
1: You'll meet him. You'll meet him all right. But yeah, Mike. Weather modification. Just uh, you know, just think about it may, for a while. Just you know.
2: May I put my two cents in concerning Go ahead,
1: warming. Mike. Go ahead if you want to talk it, about global warming, <clears> but it'll lead us into another uh story here, especially one with uh Bill Gates who's flying around in his private jet. Big jet using all that fuel mr green all that fuel oh. and all that carbon emission and so forth and so forth go ahead mike pick it up here.
2: all i'm saying is this every so many years i mean every couple of decades or so maybe even uh a, 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 you know a century the the world goes through systematic changes in weather and patterns and it's been noted throughout history yes we do get uh, category five hurricanes these days. Yes, we do get 65 degree weather in February. It happens. But and I'm the first to say that, yes, I think um, uh, humanity contributes to the warming of, uh, you know, with all the pollution that we we emit. It goes into the upper atmosphere and it is locked into the greenhouse effect, thus creating, uh, you know, warmer temperatures as a result as the uh the glaciers yeah. melt into the ocean, you now have you have regular water mixing with salt water. What that does it creates weather you know you got to try to imagine now I mean we're talking billions trillions, if not more of gallons <clears throat> of of fresh water going into the salt water that goes in it mixes up, creates weather patterns because as the as the water uh, the vapor rises; it goes up, and it creates heavy downpours. As a result of the Category Five hurricanes and and the crazy weather that we get, it is my personal opinion, based on science and what I learned when I was in f- friggin' high school, um, is that the world changes; it goes through changes. Imagine, if you will, a teenager growing up—you know, going through the, the 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 point of having pimples and Growing pubic hair, oh and that sort of thing, pimples, pimples, you know. So, I think that within the last one hundred plus years, with the industrial nation creating so much pollution, it yes, it has uh, uh, attributed to the possible uh, problems that we're having. These problems that we are having with the weather. I don't believe it's anything other than that. And it, it's a good way for the world to wake up and start realizing, hey, we need to start coming up with better ideas. But don't push down our throat that everybody's got to drive an electric car in, in five. And don't tell me
1: you need a like, private jet, Mike. That's what I'm. Oh yeah. That's what you need.
2: Like like uh, like the guy you just said, yeah, like and, Bill Gates, and so. mashed potato face, John, John Kerry.
1: Oh yeah, a lot of these guys they they push the the green new deal out there so much, you know, they're all about it. They're very right. much, uh, you know, they go green, yet yeah. they, uh, you know, they fly around private jets, Mike.
2: Yeah, didn't Leonardo DiCaprio, John Kerry, all the of president, them the vice president, all of them. They, they all, you know, they got to. And then, of course, they've got all their guards with their guns. But you know, we got to drive electric cars and give all our guns in.
1: Yeah, can you imagine though if the uh, the gr- the electrical grid goes down, Mike? There goes all the all the um, electric cars or. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it, everything. That's, your, they're your rendered useless now. Everything goes yeah, everything. down. Your computers, your ability to uh, social media, everybody, your television, your phones, your your heating. If you got electric heating, your stove, if it's electric, that all goes down. Got to be a sad. better way.
1: Yeah, there's got to be a better way, but that's what they want. That's what they want us to do out here in California. They're pushing for that, but I think that's ridiculous, and it's probably it's probably never going to happen. To be honest,
2: I, look, I, I'm the first to say I'm all about making uh, you know ecology uh, working things out for for humanity uh plants and animals the survival of our oceans and just in general to make the world better but to force it down our throat so quickly remember do you i don't i don't know if you remember this but about 30 some years ago at least out in new jersey that's when when i was living there that's when we started the whole process of recycling right before that you just threw a bottle or a can in the garbage do you
1: recycle mike
2: What everything i certainly do
1: you recycle cans
2: as much as i can yes oh I i'm didn't know the that. kind of guy who walks down the street and if i see a can or you, bottle you on it up. the road i will pick it up okay and it in, a, in, a, in a in a barrel
1: well that's nice of you i try yeah see he's a good guy
2: <laughs> so i'm told
1: <laughs> he's not an anarchist he doesn't litter
2: used to be not anymore
1: yeah he used to be he doesn't used to be. I mean, yeah, yeah. You grew up. <laughs> That's good, though, Mike. <laughs> it is crazy, though, what is going on, especially with um, you know, all the all these celebrities out there, and you know, just people that are quite wealthy pushing for this green oh, new deal. because it's easy for them, Michael. Uh, yeah, but I mean, again, at the same time, they're still flying uh, private <clears throat> jets and yachts hypocrites and that's a a lot of co2 emissions there not that i you know not that i really care about that sort of thing i don't care about the environment let it all burn mike i'm waiting for the end times you know i want the apocalypse to come sooner let it burn baby let it burn i didn't change at all mike i'm back (laughs) i'm here wanting to see the world burn you certainly burn it up burn it up burn it all to hell i mean it's all going to hell anyways let's just let's just start you know using hairspray more often you know just use it outside oh that was a big thing in the you remember that in the mid to late (laughs) actually the late 80s that's when that started
2: and at the time being the punk rocker that i was excuse me i'm sorry Uh, at the time when i was doing my hair as a punk rocker i used i used to use this can of aquanet
1: (laughs) aquanet right. yeah
2: yeah for my hair you know to keep my hair up uh you know and then then it was all like ah oh, you know no cfcs you know you got to use pumps not not aerosol cans. and so i did
1: and so he did folks and that's the story of uh mike there as a youth <laughs> using aquanet for his hair it Ooh, was like sorry the,
2: the cat just walked over the
1: microphone oh how dare you. the cat the cat was agreeing with you he was a green. With a green me. with you, yes. Um, but yes, I am looking at the chat room here. Geoengineering very true, yes, Harp. Uh all things that Mike doesn't really um subscribe to here, but that's okay. We'll slowly force it down his throat. <laughs> yes, we'll slowly fist him down his throat oh, with geez. it, yes.
2: <laughs> you know what, you know Michael, I I'm very um i'm really a big skeptic and i need I, I like to see proof well you're italian of course i'm an italiano
1: yeah yeah but i mean yeah, yeah i mean but just look at what's going on in ohio i mean oh good lord police that is um crazy it's pretty crazy but <clears throat> it's even crazier that i kind of feel like that was done on purpose
2: mm imagine that oh could you imagine
1: well i i i mean mike i truly believe this was no accident at all and why is that i mean it's been going on for a while now all these plants just blowing up catching fire yeah blowing up
2: what a messed up world huh? it's
1: a messed up world but it's been going on i mean that's what's been going on with our electrical system out here in america you know a lot of them have been attacked People shooting at them, throwing shit at them. Mm -hmm. It's pretty wild. And of course, it's no accident that just recently the environmental scientists heading to Ohio were killed in a plane crash, by the way. Is that so?
2: When did this happen?
1: This happened just recently, just a few hours back. I remember coming across this story, but um, I believe that happened just uh, recently here, Mike. And that's why I'm like, you know what? Do you think it was an accident now that this uh, plane just just crashed out of nowhere, Mike, headed to Ohio with these prominent scientists.
2: My goodness.
1: I, I don't think that's an accident, to be honest. I think that was sort of done intentionally. As crazy as that may sound to you, Mike. But,
2: it, it, it's crazy, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't know about it until just now.
1: No survivors either on a twin engine. Five passengers, oh. dead. Oh, what a shame. This happened, I believe it was yesterday. Wow. So five people have been killed in a small plane crash and they were on route to investigate a recent deadly explosion at a metal company in bedford ohio so mike again I, I don't know if it was an accident or not but it's a little suspicious it's a little suspicious that's all i'm saying was the corpse on that plane i uh, know oh, okay i don't think he wanted to go out there
2: <laughs> of course not president any, trump any, was anywhere out there. there's tragedy or chaos he doesn't want to go
1: there he was in the ukraine he was too busy
2: oh getting some uh little uh, greased palm. Yeah,
1: he ain't some cash out there. P.O.S. Yeah. Well, that's your president, Mike. You voted for him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. I'd be I shocked voted. if you actually voted for uh, Biden.
2: You would be. Huh? I
1: would be shocked. I would be like, really, <clears throat> Mike, you really voted for Joseph Biden.
2: Let me tell you something. Even when I was a politically correct liberal Democrat, I can honestly sit here and tell you that I would not have voted for him um, because I think he's an idiot, and, and I think he's an idiot, but I also think that his background proves what kind of a hoodlum we're dealing with here as a, as a, as a politician. A hoodlum? For lack of a better term, yes. Are you
1: calling him a thug? I'd call him a worst thing if I could, but I'm trying to keep it PG so You're trying to keep it PG here, okay. PG-13. 13. PG-13 13 here. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, Mike. We're trying to run a clean show here tonight. We are. Hey, I, uh, even,
2: I even changed yeah. my underwear to get on the
1: show. Very <laughs> nice, Mike. I'm glad you are well-groomed and kept nicely. You, you don't yes. have a bush. I don't what? Uh, I was just saying you don't have a bush going on. <laughs> you, kept it, you kept it clean here.
2: I'm keeping it real. Yeah, you're
1: keeping it real.
2: I'm keeping it clean. Keeping
1: it clean, folks. What a classy show.
2: Yeah. Very classy. Yeah, I, I can see the ratings are already starting to get up there, you know? Yeah, we're
1: losing subscribers actually. <laughs> now the show's going um this way. <laughs> they want to hear us swear. They want to hear some bad words. But that's why we <laughs> have the Patreon series. If you want to hear, you know, just uh people going insane, you can go there. <laughs> actually it's not it's not really that wild. Um the Patreon, it's a little bit more tame than this at times, but yeah, sometimes things get a little out of hand there. And, uh, you know, the shows that we do together get pretty pretty wild out there, too, Mike. And um, I got to get you back on Patreon, too. Love to be there. Yeah, it's fun. It's a little bit more uh, controversial than uh, cloud seeding. <laughs> and, uh, yes, I'm seeing uh, the chat there. Owning the weather by 2025. Um, well, I think even <laughs> sooner, I think the weather is being used against us here, Mike. I, I truly believe that. I feel this is... No accident what's going on as well with these prominent scientists uh, dying here in this crash, Mike. That is shocking. I think they whacked them. Whack-a-doodle. And it was close by uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton's uh, airport there. Is that so? That's right. Yeah, Little Rock is not that far away, I believe. Did did you hear
2: or read anything about the possibility of what may have caused this crash? Nothing yet. Nothing, yeah. Still being gonna, investigated. Be yeah. a while, yeah.
1: It'll be a while, but again, um, we'll find out what, what they say, but very, very interesting uh, nonetheless. And we'll get to the, the bottom of that eventually here, and we'll bring it back around and talk about that with you guys once we get more information on that. But again, hard to believe that that happened naturally, Mike. These guys just suddenly uh, crashed out there, these scientists. It seems to happen every time they go on a commercial flight or on a private jet mic, they just end up dying somehow. It's really weird. Yeah, it that's, why, that's why I want to ask anytime I go on a plane if any of them are like political figures or anything, you know, having to do with um, the media or anything like that. But it's been New a long politics.
2: time. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah
1: you, you don't want to be on board with those kind of people at all. You know, that flight okay. might just uh, tank.
2: I'm, from now on, if I ever take another plane trip, which eventually I will, I am going to make sure I ask, as I am getting ready to board that
1: plane, yeah, make sure.
2: whether or not there are any politicians liked or disliked on the, the, the ship.
1: Just in case, just in case, be smart and find out who's on board there and, and run or cancel a flight, do something, but don't get on board with these folks, that's for sure. I'm,
2: I'll make sure I bring my parachute. There you go. I will jump out the window.
1: Eventually we're going to have something like that on planes. I mean, it's crazy enough that these planes that we fly on, on commercial airlines are like 20 years old, probably.
2: Yeah. I think the one, you know, I, I always thought about that idea too. Why not have the passengers, uh, you know, give them parachutes. Here's the problem with that. Uh, when you're flying at 600 miles an hour at an altitude of 20,000 feet, um, you know, and, and you're going down, say in a spin, the right. problem with that is that you're in a big tube and you're going to be flopping around all over. And if you even had the ability to open the door, you'd be sucked out so hard. You'd probably break every bone in your body on the way out. You know, even if you broke a window, it's
1: a fun image, you'd,
2: <laughs> you'd get sucked out of that window. Now imagine a, a plain window is what? Maybe 12 inches by 10 inches, give or take. Probably. Imagine getting sucked through that thing.
1: Oh, yeah. Wouldn't be fun. That's for sure.
2: So I, I think that may be one of the reasons. One of the why reasons
1: why we don't have that. Yeah.
2: I, I, it's just, a, I'm just guessing. But as I said, if you open a door or the window breaks or something, you're going to be difficult getting out of there. Like you open the door, it's going to get ripped off. You're going to go flying out along with about the other 60 people who are sitting in that area.
1: I'm just glad I don't fly. Uh, you know, I haven't been on a plane in many, many years.
2: Is that so? Do you I, have a do you have a fear of flying? I, I
1: do. I've always have. I mean, the last time I flew on a plane was back in uh 2016, I would say. I flew to San Jose from LA and that was not good, Mike. I mean, I, I drank really? a little bit, uh, tried to sort of kill the nerves there, but uh, that didn't work. That made it worse.
2: Really? Because I mean I've drunk I've drunk I've drank you've
1: drank? You've drunk?
2: I've drank <laughs> uh on on planes before, and I know that when you're at a higher altitude the alcohol affects you much differently and you get wasted. Um did you know that?
1: Well, I definitely was buzzing, but it didn't work. I was still quite scared.
2: Did you know that at a higher altitude you get you get stoned quicker?
1: I I don't wouldn't know that, but um, it's true.
2: If you if you drink if, let's just say for example, you can drink two glasses of whiskey when you're at a bar in the air if you drink two glasses of whiskey, which you would think would be normal for you, it will affect you like you have four glasses.
1: Really? Well, I've never drank on the plane. I drank before I boarded the plane. Ah, uh, it's more fun to drink when you're on the plane. I gunned it right before I even got on. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed.
2: I, I used to take I used to take Valium.
1: Before wow.
2: I took a yeah, because I was definitely nervous. Only like five milligrams, but enough to knock me out. You take a five milligram diazepam or a Valium, and it's like taking a ten milligram thing once you're up. And I would I would pass out ten minutes. There was one time when we were flying to California for a couple of gigs. This is back in the nineties. I took a, a diazepam, a Valium, uh, before we got on the plane. I was asleep before we took off.
1: <laughs> wow, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. But Mike, I, the, the I'm, thought I'm of definitely afraid. the thought of flying and being way the hell up there like a goddamn bird. Yeah. That is the most terrifying feeling in, in, in the world. I mean, some people have to get on a plane for a living, basically, to travel, yes. to do this, but for their jobs, their careers. Um, but uh, me personally, I mean, thank God I don't have to. It is scary as hell yeah. getting in that goddamn plane and being, you know, you're basically with a bunch of uh, a group of strangers, Um, you know, you're strapped to a rocket, basically. Right. And, uh, you know, you, you don't even know if you're going to make it or not. Right. The whole takeoff, the whole takeoff sequence is, you know, that, that part, I I can't take it.
2: Touchdown are really tough, tough things to do.
1: I don't know how some people could do it and just uh, think really nothing about it. Listen, man, when
2: I was in the misfits and we did that South American tour, we flew to every country. Screw that, man. Yeah. We flew to every country and that was terrifying for me because I hate flying. I really do. And Having to fly, when we did Europe, flying over the Atlantic Ocean at night. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I was pooping my pants.
1: Yeah. Count me out, Mike. I would not have uh, made that tour. Not fun. I don't even want to go on a cruise. Hell no. Yeah. Can you imagine being stuck out there in the middle of the damn ocean? No, thanks. That's not appealing to me, man. I'm sorry. I've
2: seen seen enough movies on that sort of subject, and uh, it terrifies me. Uh,
1: Well, that's the thing. The mind races, especially being out in the ocean or in the sky. It's just not its just not really appealing to me at all. I mean, I'd wow. rather just drive and take my chances on the road, getting killed by, uh, well, I'm not going to say by who, but you know who. <laughs> that was a good save, right? Yes. <laughs> it was a good save, and that's a, a, that leads us to our next and first segment here on this program, Mike. Right on. Oh, yes. We do have a story here. Of the Boston Sports Radio host or show rather hosted by Tony Maserati. 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 Is he one of yours, Mike? I I read the article.
2: I I know. Is he an Italian? I, I know that yeah, it sounds it. I know the name. I just um, I don't know who the guy is. I read the article oh, excuse me again, I'm sorry. Um, but I don't know who he is.
1: I don't know who he is either, because I don't I don't listen to uh, sports shows at all.
2: Yeah, me neither. But the name—that's th- like
1: a, thats like asking me if I go play golf.
2: <laughs> that's so like asking me if I know anything about football. A waste, baseball, waste football
1: of basketball. time. To be honest, the, these sports shows, but a lot of people like them. And uh, like this, them. yeah, this host, his name is Tony Maserati. Who, Maserati. He might be Italian. I think I'm suspecting he might be. And sounds uh, it. yeah, sounds the Part, and he made a racially insensitive joke on air. And, now, uh, well, he got in, into some trouble there, by the way. Of course. You surprised? Of course. Him? Well, no. Why, why wouldn't he get in trouble?
2: Exactly. And, and let's be specific. Let's, let's, can we be honest about this and, and, and talk about why he got fired?
1: Well, we're getting or... to that. Okay. Go ahead. We're yeah. getting to that, but I'm just saying he did some major backpedaling and apologized. Of course. As he should have, because, and I'll explain why. I'll explain why. But, yes, he was apologizing like a politician caught with an underage girl, Mike. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, yes, he got himself into some hot water because he made a joke. And we do have audio of that, Mike. Can I hear it? Yeah, let's play a little clip of that. And, again, boys and girls, you know, we we say fun things here. We make jokes about all these sort of things. The problem, though, Mike, is that this is a sports show. That's the problem. That's the, um, the, the thing is, it, it's always about context. It always okay. is. And okay. again, it's a sports show. And you got to remember, this is done under a corporate ladder. So, you know, jokes of that nature, you, you can't, really, can't really be doing that under their sort of um, banner.
2: I will agree to you. I will agree with you on that. Uh, however, I do think that making a joke, um, well, you know, I got to hear it in order to make a comment.
1: Yeah. Again, it's all about context, and we'll talk about that here. But again, you got to remember, this is on a big network. It's like CBS Sports or whatever. Okay. So, you know, you can't really be cracking jokes. They're not going to allow you to do that. And you've got to remember, who watches this for the most part? Mm-hmm. A lot of white folks, a lot of black folks.
2: Yeah, everybody. So you gotta be everybody. It's not just white and black. Know. It's everybody who likes sports. Well, it's sure. No matter what color or gender you are, if you like something, you're part of it my my issue is you've gotta these today's generation of of younger people who are so uptight they need to really get a sense of humor but again i haven't heard the joke so i'm gonna keep my comments to myself it's not
1: really that bad but i mean again the the, what i'm trying to say is that platform is not that they don't come from the the world of funny is what i'm trying to say you know it's fine if we do that here but when you're getting paid by these people it's you know
2: Probably it's kind of, keep it yeah,
1: it's probably not the best move. But, um, yeah, here we go, Mike. Mm-hmm. If this plays. There we go.
3: Oh. Yeah, I want to know now who the two guys... That's what I would Okay, Because if I were you... I'll be
1: off in two minutes.
0: I'm just doing... I got just... If, if I'm too loud, just let me know. Honestly. <laughs> they can't, they, two more minutes. They can't hear us, right? No, not you.
3: Okay, no, so I would be careful if I were you because the last time you were on, a
1: couple of guys like that, they stole your car.
0: There's <laughs> Chris in Boston. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, I want to talk about... Ms.
1: So, I mean, it wasn't really that bad. No. So, basically, well, there, was a, so. there was a black, a black guy in the back there, and the guy, you know... So the last time, uh, you know, you were around a couple of guys like that, they stole your car. Stole your car. Okay. But oh, here's the thing. Uh, sold, here's the sold. thing. They actually did. Well, I don't know if he was a black person, but his car was stolen. There there were things stolen from <laughs> so his car. There
2: you go. So I mean, validation. He,
1: exactly. It wasn't exactly that bad or out of, out of context, but if you just hear it that way, you're like, what, what do you mean? Exactly. But so, yeah, you know, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't exactly the the worst thing in the world. But again you, you have to understand that that joke wouldn't be offensive to you or me, you know, it's whatever. But again under their little corporate banner, you know, you kind of can't be making any jokes these days about anything.
2: No, you can't. Uh, uh, even comedians can't joke.
1: Well, that's the thing. Yeah. And, and,
2: and if I may just say Go
1: ahead.
2: You Let's face it. I'm going to be honest here, okay? I'm going to I'm going to spit it out. I don't care what anybody says, but here's the truth. If you are a Caucasian Christian Male, particularly, uh, let me let me erase that. If you are a Caucasian Christian person, male, female, child, whatever, you are um, it's open season. You can say anything about these people, you can crack uh, jokes, you can be absolutely uh obnoxious and belligerent and say terrible things about them, and you won't get in trouble. However, if though that same group of people makes any comment about any other ethnical, racial, uh, I'm sorry, ethnical, religious, or sexual orientation uh people, they themselves will get they'll get cremated by by, by the, the the thought police and then the the PC police. Because as I said before, these people n- do not know how to have a sense of humor. They can't laugh at themselves. Maybe they can, but they can't laugh at anybody or anything that is commented about them. Look, I'm Italian. Do you know how many Italian jokes I've heard over the years about stupid Italian people, greasy Italian people, hairy-lipped women? I mean, well, yeah,
1: that's all I I say about you.
2: Exactly. And do I care? No. No.
1: But, I I mean, that's what I'm saying, Mike. We're here on this program, different platform. Uh, It wasn't CBS. It's NBC Sports. That's why, Mike. So, you know, again, they're not going to allow you to say anything.
2: Of course not. That's the world that we, we've now been brought into thanks to King Hussein
1: Obama. Let's hear that one last time in case you missed it. And this is coming from... And you can miss it. ...a program here, a, a sports program. And that, that's the problem, though, Mike. This is a sports program. If you were doing that joke anywhere else... I don't think people really would have been up in arms too much about it. But it's, again, the corporate banner where sensitivity and professionalism should be upheld, Mike. That's, that's their whole thing. That's not me saying that. That's just you know, their, their whole motto, you know.
2: Personally, I think everybody's lost their mind.
1: Well, that's, you know, that's your opinion. And I don't disagree. I mean, disagree. let's face it,
2: Michael. Let's face yeah. it. As I just said. You can say anything you want about white Christian males. Uh, I'm sorry, white Christian people, male, female, children, and that's okay. You can joke about Jesus Christ and uh, uh, Catholicism and Christianity and priests, and that's fine. I'm okay with it. I, you know, I don't care. But if I make a joke about anybody who is sensitive and uptight and you know, yeah, it happens
1: here every night, Mike, when we do a show, everyone's offended. Right. Yeah.
2: And and the thing is, you know, I would I would get crucified for it because that is where we're at in this in this world. Right That's right. Now, particularly in this country.
1: That's right. It's pretty wild. But yeah, let's hear that clip one last time, Mike, before we um, listen to the apology now. And of course, this is coming from the sports show out there by. Mr. Maserati, the that's Felger and Maz show on 98.5, the sports hub. Again, Felger and Maz. Never heard of that in my entire life, Mike.
2: That's because you're not from Boston.
1: I'm not from Boston. Nope. And you're I don't listen clam to... Uh, clam I don't listen. Yeah, I don't, I don't eat clam chowda. Era. Era. And um, talk like that, that's for sure. Some of the most uh, annoying uh, people I've ever come across <laughs> in my life are from Boston. And I don't think that's—I don't think that was an accident either. I think God put them there in front of me to um, despise them. Err, uh, uh, Mister
2: Deacon, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't like what you're saying about the uh, Boston people. Yikes. <laughs>
1: I just don't like a lot of that in my life. Got to be honest. Why
2: don't you eat some more clam chowder?
1: Yikes! If I hear that—that uh, accent—I run. <laughs> Here we go.
3: Yeah, I want to know now who the two guys behind you are.
0: That's what I want okay. Because if I were you... I'll but, be off in two minutes. I'm just doing... I got just... If, if I'm too loud, just let me know, honestly. <laughs> no, they can't, two more minutes. They can't hear us, right? No, not you.
3: Okay, no, so I would be careful if I were you because the last time you were on a couple of guys like that, they stole your
0: car. <laughs> Here's Chris in Boston. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, I want to talk about... Ms.
1: Yeah, I want to know now who the two guys... Now, by the way... In this video, the guy who's um, turning around and talking to the black gentleman in the background, he wanted no part of that joke, by the way. He didn't even laugh. Is that so? The other two guys were laughing, but he was stone-faced. He wanted no part of it. He knew that his gig was up. Yep. I think he was like, oh, oh, shit, it's over.
2: We're going to get canceled here. You know, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I got to say one thing. I am a fan of old school comedy, all right? And I had been collecting these DVDs called um uh the Friars Club, uh where they would basically bash these Hollywood movie stars. All right. Basically it was called the Dean Martin uh celebrity, whatever the hell. And you know, I watched them and all the stars like everybody from Sammy Davis Jr. to Muhammad Ali, Sammy um uh uh Frank Sinatra. Um, and a host of various comedy uh, co- comedians, and they would get what they would all get on, and they'd make fun of you, no matter what color or race or or or, or uh, ethnic background or religious background or sex that you were. They didn't care because everybody had fun, you know. And they made they made off color, not off color, but they joked uh, by making fun uh, by making comments about ethnicity and religion and, and color, but it was in, in jest, you know, it wasn't something that was hateful. And that's the problem with today They're they're, they're so sensitive. They think that everything is hateful coming from a Caucasian person. And I
1: disagree with that wholeheartedly. And I believe this is a follow-up Today, and we'll just start the show
0: by clarifying that and giving you a few words on that. So, uh, Tony, uh, if you were listening yesterday, he made a heartfelt apology uh, about comments that he made on the show on Friday, which were insensitive and hurtful uh, because Beasley Media strives to create a diverse and inclusive workplace. Told you. uh, And these comments went against its core values. The company has decided to suspend Tony for the rest of the week without pay. In addition, all of our on-air personalities at Beasley Boston will be taking sensitivity training to redouble our efforts to create a culture of understanding. I was partially reading part of that, so that is uh, the word from Beasley Media Group. Tony will be suspended without pay uh, for the rest of the week, and uh, so he will not be here today or through Friday. I'll just add on a personal level quickly that uh, we all feel really bad about this, Uh, starting with the fact that it was said in the first place. Uh, minorities in this country do have to put up with a lot of crap, and uh, oh. comments like that just make it harder for them, and we apologize for that. Uh, oh, yeah, I, okay. I feel bad that I personally didn't do more. He feels uh, bad. To Mike. correct it in the moment, I had the chance, and uh, I'm just not talking about dropping it either. I had a chance there in a split-second moment to do something, and I guess I froze, so I, I feel bad about that. I feel bad about it,
1: uh, and I feel... Oh, by the way, he, not only did he freeze, he was... Scared for his life, Mike. Yeah. He knew oh. that shit was over. Exactly. He you was know, like, it, it, my it, it, career is over here at uh, at uh, the Sports Boston.
2: You know, he, he mentioned how they're, they're everybody's going to go to sensitive training class. You might as well just call it concentration camps for thought control. I mean, it's absolutely pathetic. This is pathetic.
0: And I feel bad for Maz because anyone who's been listening to us for 13 years and know anything about him through his 30 years Uh, in this job in various forms in this town. That's not what he is. That's not what he's about. So I made it so shocking, Uh, but it's not what he represents or stands for. And anyone who knows him or has listened to our show knows it. It's not what we represent or the company represents and certainly not what Maz represents. So we all feel bad about the whole thing, Uh, but that is the deal. And so what we're going to do Is take a quick break now that you have the information
1: yes let's take a quick break he said i I would take a quick break myself too after that um i mike it again it's all about context and doing things under the right banner and again that didn't offend me at all however you know the corporate suits you know that offended them greatly
2: well, hang on. Stop. Obviously. Right there, right there, Michael, what you just said. Well, it there offended go. them, and you know, the offended suits. Them? Be- yeah, you know why it offended them. Yeah, you know why it offended them? Why
1: it offended them, Mike?
2: Because of money. They know that if, if somebody makes an, uh, a joke like that, which they consider to be an off-color comment, they are going to lose their- They're going to lose list- a lot of
1: money, a lot of they're bad. They're going to lose ads. their
2: listenership. Right. Uh, whoever color they may be talking about, they're going to lose- uh, 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 corporate backing such as say oh i don't know nike uh disney well exactly
1: this is why i'm saying you you can't make that sort of joke under that banner that corporate banner and again i understand the the joke and it was a joke people you know it comes from a funny place not a a place out of anger um i don't i don't think he was making that in an angry sort of way just a fun joke but Again, the problem is under, under the right banner, you can make a joke like that. And some course, are, it, are it, jokes fun? Are, can anything be made into a joke and make it, and you can make it be funny. I, I would say, yeah, I but, think you can make a funny rape joke. You can make, you can make a funny, um, a sort of a joke about someone's gender, someone's weight, someone's height. You can make a joke about anything. The problem is it's got to be under the right context, under the right banner per se, or people lose their minds. That, that's the thing.
2: Listen, man, you know, the comments that are said from the other side. Now, remember, I, I'm Caucasian, all right? I, I'm a white guy. Yeah,
1: no, you're not Caucasian, Mike. Come on.
2: I'm Italian-American. I'm Caucasian. You're
1: not, you're not considered Caucasian, though, by other Caucasians.
2: <clears throat> well, be that as it may, what I'm trying to get at is this. I hear all the time on television shows, in movies, in commercials, where comments are made against Caucasians. They can't jump. They're all racist. Um, uh, you know, do you ever see how many SNL uh, comedy skits do you see where they come out and they make fun of, you know, maybe white people who can't dance or they have no rhythm? or, or I would not know, Mike. I, I
1: stopped watching Saturday Night Live a long time ago.
2: You get what I'm saying. Though. I get Whatever you
1: what you're I'm saying. saying. Were they really doing that?
2: So, but here's what I'm getting at. If you, for example, when ah, the movie ah. came out, there was a movie called White Chicks, where two black white guys, chicks, yeah. com- comedians, dressed up. With makeup as white women. That was okay. That was fine. But even Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle on his show many times would dress up and impersonate a white guy.
1: Does that offend you, Mike?
2: Well, here's what I'm getting at it offends me when I can't joke back.
1: Yeah, but it's coming from the same place as funny, though.
2: Of course. Uh, And I I don't think it's not like I'm offended by the comedians. I'm offended by the people who say, well, that's that's offensive. You can't make fun of black people. You can't make fun of Latino people. You can't make fun of Asians. I was listening to a thing the other day about how this Asian woman was saying how everybody else cannot be racist. Uh Only white people.
1: Only white people can be racist. Well, um, it's not exclusive to uh, white folks.
2: I was jumped in a racist attack against me in 2012 and i was beaten because i was white and they called me every name in the book so don't give me that bullshit about other races not being uh uh racist i've been around the world i've i've heard people in other countries make comments about other people in a racist derogatory in terms and yet these people in America, these PC liberals, think they're going to change the world and that everything is going to be this wonderful utopia if we just stop thinking bad thoughts and saying off color comments. There's no, these people have no sense of reality.
1: Well, of course not. Of course not. They're, they're trying to sort of build a false sort of um, reality, basically, as you were saying. Um, something that's not really exist outside of these corporate walls precisely which is the issue and again mike a joke can be made um any joke can be turned funny some fl- some fall flat obviously not everything's funny no but in this case the guy actually was his something was stolen from him or, or his car was stolen so that, i mean that is kind of funny
2: sure it is sure it is michael i mean like i said it's just these it's it's this no this humorless hypocritical new generation of woke idiots
1: that's what happens
2: i i I gotta tell you after i got jumped but that's not the
1: world but again but they don't none of these people come from the world of funny is what i'm trying to say no they don't they don't have a sense of humor but again they have their own sort of rules and regulations and you know this is what happens when you uh go a little off go a little off the trail here
2: you know, it, it really does bother me when I see this sort of thing on on the television, on in movies, on in commercials, whatever. It really bothers me because it just, you know, it, how can you how can you deem an entire ethnic culture in this case Caucasians? How can you deem them for, you know, what took place a hundred and some almost two hundred years ago with slavery? I mean, I heard this re- Asian woman talking about how. White people are so evil and bad. I'm like, oh my god, have you ever looked at the like police reports? Like more white people get shot by black cops than the other way around. But you won't hear that news.
1: And Mike, here's the um follow-up. Here, the apology. Let's hear it. Let's hear the apology. If it plays that way, if it even plays, Mike, who knows? <laughs>
0: We have to clean up something from Friday. We had a bad moment on Friday afternoon, and so we just moment. want to clean up that little bit of business. <laughs> and so, Maz, the floor is yours. Okay, so as you said, late <clears throat>
3: late in the show on Friday, I made some comments. I made some comments. That angered and upset some people. Oh, in my so uh, I wish I could take them back. Why is he
1: talking that way, by the way, Mike? Why is he acting like he's going to cry? <laughs> um, I made some comments. <laughs> uh. Thanks, Jimmy Kimmel. That sounds fake.
2: Yeah, it does.
1: I mean, just uh, say you screw it up. You don't have to act like you're going to cry. I mean, now you look like a, you know what?
2: I'm surprised they didn't make Al Sharpton come on and, and give him a, make a, and have Sharpton make oh, this guy yeah, the give a, oh, uh, yeah, to lecture
1: him. Yeah, to lecture him like he did to um, Don Imus. Don
2: Imus, exactly. What a, what an insult that was. I friggin' hate Sharpton. I, think I thought that the was biggest. A, Biggest race baiter in the world.
1: Well, yes, he's a race hustler, no doubt. A race baiter, a race hustler, that's what they do, Mike. That's their whole game. And but yeah, I'm actually surprised he wasn't alerted to this. By uh, Felger <laughs> and Maz. But he sounds like a giant vagine <laughs> oh, 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 oh something what? happened. A something vagine? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, you sound like a vagina. A vaginer. A vaginer. <laughs> you sound like something that bleeds once a month mm. oh. oh 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 here we go let's hear some more bad acting i back i can't
3: they were uh insensitive they were hurtful oh. and oh, frankly they hurt the cause for those of us who believe in just say you were joking Come on, social equality and all of those things and, and i do i'm okay. on that side of the line which oh, is what made this thing so Difficult in so know many different are. ways. Yes, so I owe everyone an apology. It's not He's who gonna I cry. am. It's He's going to cry. Who we are. I can tell you that until I'm blue in the face. Ah, ah. Those of you who know me will believe it. Those of you who don't won't, and you probably shouldn't. Oh. If I, oh, so oh I heard thing what like you me. did, oh boy, uh, I feel the same way. And yeah. you have a right to be upset. The, the only thing I can really do is apologize for yeah. it. Um, Again, you know, there is, when we're talking about these sorts of issues, there is a line somewhere, and I can assure you I stand on the right side oh, of it. Oh, boy.
2: Oh, you're full of it.
3: But you, again, that doesn't excuse what I said or did on Friday. Listen to him. Listen it was to really, him. Oh, I meant, cry. if anyone cares, to poke fun at you, Mike. Uh, it didn't come off that way. It came off oh, as something far broader oh. and uh, ignorant. You're a loser. And uh, I'm on. regretful of that. I don't know what more I can say other than I'm sorry to you and to Murray for dragging you into it. Oh, please. For Jimmy Stewart, for the people here at the station, let alone friends and colleagues in the business who are Whatever. dealing with it on assorted different levels. They put the fear so, in this
1: man's heart, Mike. Um, yeah,
3: yeah. Again, all did. I can tell you is it's not who I am. And oh, yeah, I was, no. It got a little silly and stupid at the end of the show and was trying to be a wise-ass like I often That's am. That's all you
1: had to say. Wise and ass. Just say you're having fun. Not a wise-ass, just say you're having fun. I wish I could
3: give you a better answer than that because we're in a business where we should be careful about what we say and how we say it. And uh, and I wasn't. Oh,
2: boy. So, a loser.
1: Oh, boy.
2: Have some balls, idiot
1: well you know i was trying to be respectful of him but um i don't know you respect the man that cowardly i mean say you were having fun big deal you screwed up you don't have to you don't have to pretend you're gonna cry what's that mike
2: what they do spank him is that's why that's that's why he's crying i
1: just it's just really unusual i mean i don't know i don't know what what that was about i'm sure the executives were in his ear saying you know you know apologize and act like you're gonna cry good lord
2: what what a, what a what a what a waste
1: i don't think that apology was sincere at all i think that was just some straight yeah. up acting he should have just said you know i screwed up i'm sorry
2: that's it i gotta tell you i, I gotta tell you i kind of disagree with you i think it was totally sincere i think he completely wimped out
1: well that was after they threatened him exactly they put the fear into his heart that's why
2: i would have quit i would have gone in a job at walmart if if they had to put me up to that i would not apologize for that there was nothing there there was nothing off color about the comment it was a joke they were joking they were laughing i'm curious to know what the guys in the background were 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 doing when he said it did they laugh
1: they were laughing the other two guys yeah there you go but not not the main not the other dude not the not the the other well they're all white but not, not the guy with the um i believe he's wearing these uh glasses here I don't even know which is who. I don't know if it was Tony or the other guy, Maz. I think it might have been Maz.
2: You know, it, 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 at this point, it doesn't even really matter, same. Michael. Who
1: cares who they are? I, I mean, exactly. I don't give a shit who they are.
2: I, I ask you again, the guys that they were making fun of, were they black?
1: Um, yeah, the guys in the background were black, the um, and did two they gentlemen. laugh? Uh, I don't think they could even hear it. Right. But I could be wrong. I mean, they probably were laughing. I can't tell. They don't really, you know, can't really see them too good in the in the background there. But again, it was a little too over the top that apology. I mean, again, just say you're sorry, move on. You don't need to spend that much time. Agreed. It it's just a joke, I. Yeah. But again, the the corporate suits though, they wanted him to, you know, apologize like that.
2: Right. Because they'll they'll end, as I said, they'll end up losing corporate sponsors like Coca Cola or whatever the hell whoever whoever stood up for BLM. Those P.O.S.'s. OK, the, the the whole country which was scammed by BLM using a a, a uh, this thing that they this whole racist racial background that they were using to say that white, uh, white people were beaten down on blacks or systematically killing black people, which is the biggest lie there is. OK.
1: Yes. Uh, BLM. Bloom. Blum. Blum. Well, again, I don't see them any different than the, you know, the breast cancer folks, the Red Cross. Yeah,
2: and these if are you all organizations about breast cancer. Mm-hmm. You know, are th- they're going to get on your back too, right?
1: Probably, but these organizations all pocket the funds. Rarely ever does that money ever see those who uh, need it, those that are suffering from these ailments.
2: Couldn't agree more.
1: These alignments. and um, furthermore, Mike. You know, all these things start off with a you know, pretty good positive message. Do black lives matter? Sure. Of course they of do. Of course. All
2: lives matter.
1: Well, yes, right. of course, that goes without, without saying by default, because we're all human. That's right. But the fact that everybody wants to sort of divide everybody and that's right do that's that what, sort of deal. That's
2: the, the, po- the political left. That's what they want. They want to, as I've told you, they are going page by page by the Marxist handbook. And the division of the American people is what's been happening since King Obama.
1: And um, Star Wars, I think, says he'd only let uh, Hulk Hogan sleep with Heather. <laughs> well, so did uh, Bubba the Love Sponge. You know, he let Hulk Hogan do what he wanted with his wife. And we are joined uh, by a caller here. Caller, go ahead. You are live on the air. Welcome aboard. Welcome, guys.
4: Uh, thanks for having the show today, Mike and Mike. Appreciate hey. it. The Canadians here. Hello, Mr. Team Canada. Maple Leaf. I'm Dr. Detroit in the chat, by the way. Oh, that's you?
1: Oh, that's you. Yeah. Very nice. What's going on out there in um, this uh, strange place called Canada? <laughs> <laughs>
4: I don't even know where to begin, side of truth.
1: Yikes! Well, that's Okay, not thanks, good. For yeah, that. thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks for calling, Ben. <laughs> thanks for wasting our time. So, sorry about that. I'm a little nervous right now. I don't know why, but don't be. It's okay. It's just us.
4: So, what happened? Well, What's you going remember on? that? You guys remember that dress? Teach high school teacher?
1: Oh yeah, with the with the, the big f- with the fake prosthetic uh, titties. Yeah. Right.
4: Yeah. Well, apparently it's, it's all been an act at school because oh, of course. Of the, the neighbors in the area. The guy, he dresses as a guy normally, but dresses up as a particular woman in school. The guy, he got caught on film
1: walking around. I knew it was a gimmick from the start. You know, I, I knew he wasn't really that much yeah. of a demented, idiotic, leftist moron. He looks like Tim Dillon. He, he actually does look like Tim Dillon. That's another sort of a commentator, by the way, Mike, that I have no idea why anybody would listen to that for any amount of time. I, you know, a lot of these guys, they have these shows. And they don't appeal to me at all. I'm just like, what is this shit? Not uh, for me. Not for me. Like a uh, very much like sports uh, talk shows. Uh, not for me. I could care less. Yeah, I agree. Gross. But yeah. Um, anyways, Canada going downhill. America's soon to follow. Justin Tradeau, uh, you know, causing all kinds of uh, ruckus out there. People want that man underground. They want him. Buried underground, Mike.
2: That's so. They, R. Were, R. they
1: hate that guy.
4: And he just got off the Emergency Act. All that, remember the trucker protest? I recall, yeah. They had in Ottawa. Yeah. Well, they had an investigation into that, and he got off all the charges against the citizens. And check this out the guy who was in charge of everything is, is uh, Justin Trudeau's aunt. Mm. He's married to Justin Trudeau's aunt.
1: Yikes. That's no accident, Mike. My surprise, surprise. Not a surprise, but yes, Mike. Yes, surprise, surprise, indeed. Ooh. There we and go. Even
4: with, and even with me personally, like I, had, I had an issue with my cat. I have a pet cat who's a little bit overweight, and she had some constipation issues, right? Yeah. So I was calling around for a vet, and uh, I couldn't find the vet, what I wanted, whatever. One of the vets actually called uh, Ontario Welfare on me, Ontario Welfare Service, uh, sorry, Animal Welfare Services on me, <laughs> showed up at my fucking goddamn door and wow. took my cat, saying the cat was unsafe.
1: That is not good. And now I got a
4: vet bill of $3,000 to pay within 10 days, or they're going to take my cat back and put it up for adoption. This is, what Canada- this is what's going on in
1: Canada. Wow. Can you hear that, Mike? That's crazy.
2: I, he, he broke up a couple of times. I... I, I, I kind of missed a few words that he was saying. Did he say that they put his cat in a safe?
4: Well, Ontario, uh, I'm sorry, Animal Welfare Services showed up at my uh, front door, said they had a complaint from a vet that my cat was unwell, and they took my cat right in front of me, put him in a cage, took it to their own personal vet, right? Brought my cat back four days later and gave me a $3,000 bill, and I have to pay that bill within 10 working days, or they're going to put my cat, they're going to take my cat again and put my cat up
2: for adoption. What? This oh, is what's that's... going on in Canada, man. Oh, my God. I, I would tear that place down with my bare hands if they ever took one of For away. constipation. No, not, not if I was constipated. I would tear that place down if they touched one of my animals. I'd tear it down with my hands.
1: Poor cat. What I feel. Well, I'm sorry you are um facing that sort of issue out there in Canada. I mean, doesn't sound like uh anywhere you I would want to go. Yeah, I, I, I agree, I, man.
2: I, I wish you well, man. I, I hope, know. I hope everything works out for you.
1: We hope you get your um cat fixed. We hope we get this situation fixed.
4: <laughs> well, I called my local uh congressperson around here and they're actually they're actually like freaked out about the situation, so they've actually said they're gonna help. So we'll see what happens from there, but who knows?
1: Yeah, we'll keep our fingers crossed for you. That is pretty screwed up, man. Mm. Poor cat. Poor you. Yeah, I'm kind of fucking fucked up over this, man. Oh, Like vey.
4: I can't, I can't save my bacon during the lockdown and stuff, right?
2: What a shame. I, I sincerely hope that your situation works out and you do get your cat back. Um, you know, oh, I have the gone. cat now, Mike. I have the cat oh, okay, now. Oh, good, 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 good. But... good.
4: But I have to pay the bill in ten days, and uh, I've no shot at paying the bill in ten days. You know what I mean? Okay.
1: I think you might well, have to. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think you might have to go visit Justin uh, Tradeau and see if um, you know you can have a little talk with him.
4: He doesn't talk to uh, people like me. I already said that. He wants me dead.
1: Well, Mike, there you have it. That's uh, <laughs> an update for you out there in uh, Canada, Mike. Wow. Can I'm right. the French minority. Remember, right? My God! What well, did you say? <laughs> he you say? said he's a French minority. Oh.
2: <laughs> Don't make any jokes about uh, your 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 uh, your uh, ethnic uh, background back there. I know you,
1: I know. I'm I'm actually kind of nervous I for him. I'm half
2: I'm half Polish and half Ukrainian. Oh boy! Wow. A lot of jokes there
1: yeah many to come um but yes i i apologize my friend for this uh, inconvenience unconvenience you have to deal with there thanks to your tyrannical government and uh, your dictator mr justin tradeo and um hopefully things uh go up pretty soon here for you my friend
4: yeah i
1: hope so too yikes well thanks for calling in my friend
4: Anyways, I love your show. You guys rock. We love and, you. Uh, and everybody you. listening, smash that like button because Michael
2: Deacon and Mike Idiots rule. Thank there you, guys. You go.
1: Love you. Thank Take you. care.
2: Thank you, man.
1: Love much that. Love
2: much love from Canada.
1: From Canada.
2: Canada.
1: Great place. If you want to get murdered by their government, <laughs> just like just like here, government. Uh, our government is always trying to kill someone.
2: Mm.
1: That's what I learned government in general always wants to kill someone mike keep that in yeah. mind it's part of the business brother. It's part of the it's part of the charm the charm <laughs> yeah it's part of the charm of america and if anybody wants to call you know that number is 424-666-2425-424-666-2425 424-666-2425. don't be afraid we're here uh, just for you you're never alone Ooh. speaking of which um, R. Kelly to serve one year in prison, by the way. Who? I know that name. Who is that? Actually, that's not one year. R. Kelly. That's a 30-year. Oh, 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 Kelly. He's yeah, a, that's he's a... He's a
2: rapper or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the guy that was going out with a young girl or something, right?
1: Right. 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 Yeah, it says here, R. Kelly to serve one year in prison for Chicago convictions of child pornography and right. enticement after completing his 30-year racketeering sentence, by the way. Bye. Yes, goodbye to one R. Kelly.
2: Don't let the uh, don't let the wiener hit you in the back door.
1: Can you imagine that? <laughs> R. Kelly. Yes, I, I
2: can. I can.
1: I mean, great singer, by the way. I I don't think he's a talentless singer, but you know, he did a few bad things, in my opinion. Well, not think just a few. Was long enough. I think he should serve a lot more than that.
2: That's what I was, Yeah, that's what I was asking. I thought you might. Because I know how you feel about that sort of thing. so
1: Yeah, R. Kelly is the man who peed on his hoe. <laughs> I think that's what a Jackstar in the chat room just said.
2: Nice way to put it.
1: I mean, well, that's one way to say it, yeah.
2: He twinkled on his biatch.
1: <laughs> that's right. On his hoe.
2: On his hoe.
1: I don't understand Ooh. that sort of fetish, by the way. No. I'm not into that uh that German water sport sort of thing. <laughs> uh, it seems like all the Europeans out there like water sports, you know, the, the Germans love and uh, guten morgen for all the, the German listeners out there no disrespect to you. I just know that some of you guys are really into that scat porn, into <laughs> that weird sort of uh thing Sh- I don't understand it to be honest, but I know all of you guys love that out there in, in Germany um but yeah that's the way that goes but water sports not really something i i would want to do mike i'm not sure if you've ever gone down that road where yeah, uh, you know you peed on tonight <laughs> i'm not sure if you've ever you know urinated on a woman or vice versa a woman urinating on you Um but a lot of people are into that sort of thing you know water sports i'm not one of them by the way i just don't get i just don't get it mike that's fine
2: to each his own, my friend. Everyone has a something that floats their boat. Yeah,
1: but how does that get anybody off, though? How does that turn <laughs> someone on? You're like, just pee on me. I'll well, get I was ho-. about to say. If like for it turned people, on.
2: For some people, what floats their boat is pee-pee, and other people what floats their boat caca? is poopy.
1: Kaka <laughs> and pee-pee. So the show's been reduced to kaka and pee pee talk now. <laughs> great show
2: exactly. that's why I'm going with those those kindergarten
1: words can you imagine though I, I just don't understand a man or woman who would say just urinate on me or take a big hot dump on me go ahead <laughs> yeah just go ahead and do it
2: yeah, I, I I'm into it one on me
1: yeah <laughs> who was into that though
2: oh brother
1: do we wow. have any listeners out there who are into that definitely call in the numbers 424 <laughs> 666 don't be scared. We're here all night.
2: We have to do a show just on on
1: water sports. Water sports and and poopy. Jeez.
2: <laughs> I like these new terms. It's kind of funny.
1: <laughs> these are fun terms.
2: Pee pee. But they're
1: but they're not. You. Know, they're very old. Indeed. Very very old. Um. But yes, that is one R. Kelly definitely going down. And I, I think he should do a lot more time than that. To be honest, I mean. Yeah. He did some pretty bad stuff to a lot of underage girls, Mike.
2: So you've told me.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Mm. And now he's going to be um, going to be going away for a while. Bye-bye. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sad at all. Not at all, Mike. I want him to go away even longer than that, to be honest. Yikes. Great singer, though. Is he? Yeah, he, you know, he was a good singer. I, I think Michael Jackson even was a good singer, but... You already know what the deal is with um, that guy, that wacko. (laughs) Sharing a bed with um, underage kids when you are a 30-plus-year-old man. And a a monkey, too. And, uh, yeah, he had a little monkey, Bubbles.
0: (laughs) Bubbles the monkey.
1: Bubbles the monkey.
0: Oh, goodness gracious.
1: Yeah, that Joe Jackson beat the hell out of uh, his son, Michael Jackson. That's why he came out the way he did, all those constant beatings. That Joe Jackson knocking him up the head there. (laughs) That abusive father. Is is that what your dad did did to you, Mike? Did he ever whip you with a a branch?
2: That's why I became such a great performer.
1: (laughs) Exactly. It was your father was hitting you with a branch over your head.
2: My brother, my brother, my mother and my father beat me constantly. So I would be (laughs) a good performer.
1: Well, it makes sense now. (laughs) Mike was abused. Yep. It's you ever so talented have you ever come across someone though that did go through some like sort of trauma and oh, yeah. th- they were just completely different people after that you know i i met someone once and i'm exact i'm forgetting exactly what the details were but something really screwed up happened to this guy and you know i tried talking to him years later and it was like talking to a stranger
2: indeed yeah it, i i in my younger days when i've be, you know, when I first started seriously dating girls like, you know, age uh, 17 and up and, and I got, you know, the, the ability to drive around and go places. When I when I began to meet women and I don't I don't want anybody out in the audience to take any offense to this because it's just my experience and what I went through.
1: I'm offended already.
2: Of course you are. So um, I I had noticed that a lot of women that I dated and I can only say this for women because I didn't date guys um, was that when they Hidden didn't date have, guys, that's
1: news to me. <laughs> I'm joking. Go I, ahead.
2: I noticed that when they didn't have, um, in most cases, when they didn't have two parents, yeah. for example, if somebody was divorced, uh, and the girl lived with just her mother, ah. that it did, it would, they were different than other there girls was that I met. Exactly. That had two parents. And and I don't mean that in, the, in a facetious way. I'm not, you know, if there's anybody out there listening who ha- has divorced parents, and lived with one or the other. I'm not saying it was you, I'm simply saying my experience.
1: Your experience,
2: right. I noticed a difference of of girls that I was dating that didn't have two parents. And in some cases, there were one or two girls that I had met who had a serious issue with, um, I guess you would call it being molested or something. Right. Um, And then I had a a multitude Mm. of women who said that they were molested just when somebody put their hand on them or touch them. And that to me is not molestation. Um, these are girls who were just looking for pity. They were screwed
1: up. Right, right. Some of them, not all, but yeah.
2: I've known a number of girls in the, in my past that claimed they were molested when indeed they were
1: not. My God, you know, that kind of reminds me of uh, growing up and growing up with kids that didn't have, you know, like a father figure and they only had sisters. You couldn't really joke around with them or be rough with them. They were really fragile and feminine. Yes, yes. yes. And that's a direct result, in my opinion. I could be wrong here, but that's a direct result of not having a father figure or a "quote unquote" man around the house.
2: I knew. I knew. Maybe I'm wrong.
1: I don't know. I knew a guy who's
2: slightly older than me by about ten years, and I've known him all my life. And he grew up with four sisters he was the only boy Mm. and he was the second i'm sorry the third oldest uh and and i said four four girls sisters and he ended up being very effeminate when he grew up not not to say that that's a bad thing it's not a bad thing but it's it's something that you
1: notice you notice these traits about um these people's situations is what i'm trying to get at
2: that's right
1: and i'm no expert again i'm just Stating from my experience with, you know, other fellow classmates of mine that were boys and you can always tell um, from your friends which one, you know, only had sisters and didn't have a dad. You you just kind of, you could kind of tell as a child even. Well, at least I did. Right. I guess not every child is like me.
2: Uh, If I may.
1: Go jump in there. Yeah.
2: If you know, it's kind of a theory that I have. I I think that after the 50s, 1950s, I think what began to happen is, first of all, you had the divorce rate that began to go higher and higher as we hit the 70s and 80s. Um, and I think we're at a point in time where uh, the value of the family is really no more is no longer looked upon as a a decent thing. Now you know you know my background, Michael. And I'm, but I'm going to say it that again, this is a theory. I think having grown up in a Christian household, I learned the value of family. And I think there are some people out there who didn't get that opportunity, particularly if their parents were divorced. So, what I'm saying is this we've moved on into a time period in which people no longer understand the value of family. In my opinion, I think it's very, very important. Especially coming from an Italian background, um, and I, I think uh, nowadays family isn't what it used to be. You don't have the care of a mother and father. Uh, you don't have siblings that would, you know, stick up for you. It's all individuality. Nothing wrong with individual individuality. I'm an individual person who has done things that are estranged yeah. from my family. Right. You know, but it's a different world, and things are just. It's I don't know. It's a different world. It's all I can really say.
1: I agree with you. These are different times indeed, and those times of yesteryear um, are completely gone now, Mike.
2: Yeah, uh, sadly, it's gone. Sadly. because I think it's so important for a child to grow up with two parents. Sure, uh, and I don't mean mommy and mommy or daddy and daddy. Oh, how
1: dare you! I'm going to go call my my dad, who's my mom, and my mom, well, let who's me my explain. dad. <laughs> Let me
2: explain. Yes. Um, I'm sure that there are gay couples out there who want a child who are willing to do the right thing. And I, I'm all right with that. However, what I'm saying is is that when you have <clears throat> when you have a male figure role model and a female figure role model in your life as a child, you learn how to if – if for example, I'm a boy and I had a mom and a dad. My father taught me how to be a man. My mother taught me how to respect women, and vice versa as well. And I don't. I think if you don't have that, is where trouble begins. And then as you get older, you can become a criminal, use drugs, uh, get in a situation where you could become physically molested, right. raped, or h- hurt. Uh, I think value, family values are extremely important. So
1: does that mean you've never struck a woman in your life?
2: I've never outright. Hit a woman.
1: You've never punched a woman.
2: Right. I've never knowingly clenched my fist and aimed it for a woman's face. I've never done that. I've protected myself, as I've mentioned before, but I've never intentionally hit a woman.
1: I've never gone into that, by the way. I've I've never been in that situation where I had to, you know, be physical with a woman and strike her. Thank God. Yeah. Thank goodness. Thank God I've never been in that situation. I have choked women before, but that's uh, through jujitsu. Oh, okay. I mean, you choke everyone, men and women. But so we're talking about erotic, oh, that's erotic. A, no, that's no, not at all. <laughs> I'm not trying to get sued here. You know, sometimes women say, "Yeah, I like to be choked," and then you choke them, and then they call the cops. Then they call the cops. Then they call the police. <laughs> I've been trying to avoid uh, any kind of. <laughs> I've been trying to avoid any kind of me too situation. Fuck that.
2: Right. <laughs> Amen.
1: Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. You don't want to be hitting any women um, at all. No matter what. I mean, you, you've got to get out of that situation. That's right. Not in today's climate, Mike. Nope. That's why, you know, I, I run from that situation.
2: You know, when I was a kid, my, my, my father would tell me stories about when he was young and, and a teenager and how they would, you know, run around and not get in trouble, but have a little fun. And, maybe get in trouble but oh, uh, get in trouble
1: yeah <laughs> great advice I mean, you know get now in trouble. that i'm
2: older <laughs> now that i'm older i look back and realize that my childhood and growing up uh, back then is so f- far different than today's kids
1: oh of I mean, course it,
2: it just really is. can't uh, compare now yeah like when i rode a bike i didn't put a helmet on elbow pads knee pads and and have a, a you know like a horn on my my bicycle, you know if I crashed I crashed if I fell out of a tree I fell out of a tree, I, I if I stayed out late on the streets when the street lights were on, hanging out with my friends I didn't call home to my parents to say hey you know hanging out smoking cigarettes <laughs> with my friends right you know today it's just it's everything's coddled all the children are coddled they're 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 being manipulated in school to think that. If they are white, that they are bad because they're racist. If they're a boy or a girl, they're taught that you can be a girl or a boy. I mean, this is a whole different world we live in nowadays.
1: It's a rather different world, and it's only going to get worse, Uh, Mike. You know, these things are escalating around the world. These tensions are escalating around the world. The U.S. is to expand the true presence in Taiwan uh, for Mm. training agents in uh, China. Mm -hmm. The China threat, they're saying. So you know that's never good, and of course Vladimir Putin um, is secret is saying that secret um, attack. You know there's secret uh, sleeper cells that are going to be attacking America, allegedly disrupting the U.S. grid, doing a yeah. See, Mike, that's what I was telling you about. Just wonderful. These sort of things are can happen and are probably going to happen. And now this is a, a new thing that is coming to light. Now the CIA and the FBI counterintelligence they've been talking about these Russian sleeper cells hidden in plain sighted here in the U.S. So, yeah, there, there's more for you to consume there, folks. And what's it's to come?
2: Positively ridiculous. What what a world, man. Oh,
1: yeah. It's only going to get you, worse.
2: Did you ever imagine we would reach a point where where China and Russia have threatened us with
1: nuclear weapons? Then they keep doing it every day. For the last I year, they've it. been um, talking all this nonsense, Mike. Just, just, Pretty wild. Just the
2: balls on China to demand that, uh, or, or should, should I say, to say that America did the wrong thing by shooting down their spy balloon, even after we let it go over the entire country.
1: My God. And uh, we are joined by another caller here, Mike. Let's take this call. Um, caller, you- Hello, are... you gentlemen. Whoa. Um, Hi. You're, you're, yeah. You're live now. What's up? How are you? I, I didn't mean to step on you. I'm doing pretty well. How are you? I'm good
2: uh mikey how are you uh i'm doing good where are you calling from uh uh, uh washington nice okay washington state or dc so i wanted to ask i got
5: uh, uh the columbia one okay so I, I got a question for you specifically i'm sorry to make you nervous because i'm targeting you i'm calling you out if, you, if you're
2: if you were a boy growing up did you have a subscription to boys life magazine I did not, but I did have a subscription to Ranger Rick magazine, which was a nature, nature magazine.
5: Uh, honorable mention,
2: for sure. <laughs> but no boy's life? I, I'm afraid not, no. I, I was part oh, of the Boy well, Scout, so my, my father was a, a Scoutmaster, and my brother uh, was oh. also a Scoutmaster, so I was involved in the Scouts as, as a child. God bless you. So that's really impressive. Well, thank you. Did, did, so you see, oh, you must have skipped over the entire Cub Scout experience because you were Legacy. <laughs> if I may, it, I, I'll give you a quick, <laughs> quick story. My, my, I wanted Dude. to become an official Boy Scout, but in order to do that, you had to go to Cub Scouts first. So I'll never forget this yeah. day. My, my, I, I forget what age I was. I, I must have been eleven, ten. I don't remember. So I go to my mother brings me to the Boy Scout meeting. I kid you not. They, they, they made us make oh, I don't know, masks out of paper brown bags. And I was used to going oh on camping trips with my father and brother with the Boy Scouts, you know, and using knives and hatchets. And here we are making masks right. out of paper bags. 15 minutes, <laughs> I was there. I quit. I said, Mom, I'm never coming back. I want to play with knives and fire. <laughs> right? Yeah. Couldn't do that in Boy Scouts. So, so you but didn't again, get an I'm arrow sorry, of light. I, I interrupted you. No, no,
5: no. You're, you're doing great. I, I love hearing that story. I was, in the, I was in the Cub Scouts, but I did not proceed on to Boy Scouts. But I did get my arrow of light.
2: Okay. Okay.
5: Technically, I think I, I think if there were a Boy Scouts of America anymore, I think I could get grandfathered in.
2: <laughs> so, so what is it? Did you did you want to bring something up that I say something to offend you or something? No, no.
5: In fact, uh, uh, you know who I am. This this is Jack Star. I'm really enjoying the uh, content tonight, and, and you're oh good. Uh, as always, I genuinely appreciate the uh, presence you bring to the show.
2: Well, thank you very much. It really means a lot to me. Thank you so much. You're, you're welcome. I know I don't
5: get a chance to say it very often. You know, they say to. Uh, compliment in public and to criticize in private, and I
2: I don't get a chance to do that, unfortunately. That's very kind of you, and I and I wouldn't be here You're if it welcome. wasn't for the host, Mr. Michael Deacon, who I owe a great deal of respect and honor to. That's true,
5: and I, and I have no say in the matter, but I, I prefer you to any other uh,
2: co-host, not a co-host. All right, did you hear that, Michael? I could
1: hear every word.
2: <laughs> okay, good. I don't know if he has any, any other co-hosts,
5: but, but I think I think you knock it out of the park. I really, I really do like it, no matter what I sound like.
2: That's great. I, I think we have a great chemistry together.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. Okay, I, I'll go now. I don't, I don't want to take up too much time. Oh, you got it. Thanks for calling great. in, my friend.
2: Thank you, you so much. Thank you. you know, of course take care. Course.
1: Yeah, be safe out okay. there. Bye. Careful. You too.
2: That was really nice of him.
1: Yes, that was uh, Jack Starr from the chat room there glad he called in, you know, that that's what we like here, when people actually call in, and they're not afraid, they're not intimidated, they're not scared, we enjoy that here. Indeed. We don't want you to be scared of anything now, by the way.
2: This is, he's right though, this is very a very good show with the topic and, and how we're conducting it. It's I, a fun I think, show. I think it's really a good show tonight.
1: It's a fun show, it's a uh, great show, and uh, you know, we're almost uh, out of here, I apologize for that, but... That's just the way it goes here. And uh, Mike, one of the other latest stories that's been uh, circulating, people are kind of excited about it. Is uh, Donald Trump actually? You know, he went out there to Ohio. He went to right. McDonald's, and uh, this man loves McDonald's. By the way,
2: yeah, Surprised he's still alive. I didn't I know
1: he was that won. in. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know he was that into it. You know, I kind of thought it was sort of like a gimmick at first. Right. I kind. I kind of just thought you know he's. You know, sort of uh, pandering there to McDonald's a little bit. Maybe he wants, like, some sort of sponsorship. But no, th- this guy loves McDonald's.
2: He certainly does.
1: And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But, yeah, I'm surprised he's alive eating that McDonald's.
2: I like it every, every once in a while. I like having a little bit of fast food. You're cutting I in and out out there. More, oh, my. Yeah, so are you, buddy.
1: Yeah, you're breaking up um, pretty badly there. I don't know what happened.
2: Check, check, one, two, chesting, chesting, Chest,
1: chesting. Chesting. <laughs> you're, you're chesting the, the the mic there. That's hilarious. Are we
2: okay? Am
1: I all right now? Yeah, you, you sound a little bit better. Yeah, because I, I,
2: I was having some problems with you
1: coming in now. I'm telling you, it's that extreme weather that we have, this extreme okay. blizzard that's happening right now. And the funny thing is, I don't, there's not a cloud in the sky where I am right now. Where you're at, you know, but not where I'm at.
2: No, oh, you got, you got, that's right. You've got that crazy storm got going this on. weird,
1: it's I'm telling you, it's this weird sort of thing going on out here, which I, I'm telling you, I don't believe is organic at all. I, I think this has been done on purpose here. I know you don't believe Witchcraft. it, but that's okay. Witchcraft. It's, yeah, exactly. It's the, it's Satan, Mike, causing all these <laughs> uh, issues, in my opinion.
2: I don't know if it was Satan, I think it would make it rain fire
1: It make like it rain well. acid or something cool. Yeah, something cool. But yeah, I agree. I don't think it's Satan at all.
2: Rain I think jumps. it's
1: the U.S. government, Mike.
2: I think it's uh,
1: Palestine.
2: <laughs> it could be. What is that? East Palestine? It's What's East Palestine. Yeah, East Palestine in Ohio.
1: And that's where uh, Trump was, by the way. That's right. Made that a pit stop there at McDonald's and according to reports, Trump didn't waste any time uh, placing his order and made sure to let the staff know that he needed his meal knocked out fast.
2: Yeah, how many, what did he order, like 500 hamburgers? Who knows?
1: (laughs) Right, who knows what that guy ordered? But uh, it's funny to know that, you know, he actually likes McDonald's like legitimately. It's not a gimmick. It's not.
2: Oh no. It's pretty real.
1: It's pretty funny to me.
2: It definitely is.
1: Yeah, you would expect him to be eating better food.
2: Well, you got to hand it to the guy. I mean, he's a man who sleeps four hours a day.
1: So he says he.
2: It. It. I think I. I tend to believe it based on the four accounts hours? that I've heard about. Who sleeps but, for four um, hours though? Right, that's but crazy. It's mean, a guy who like works constantly.
1: Four hours though, man. That's 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 wild.
2: Uh what's his name? Um, the guy who invented the telephone, not telephone, uh, uh, electric electricity. What's his name? Uh, uh, not Alexander Graham Bell. Um, Oh damn it. Who's the guy who invented, um, elect, um, electricity, not the light bulb electricity.
1: So you're saying that person only slept for like an hour.
2: He used to sleep like two, two hours to three hours a day. And he, his, his theory was, um, that your bo- when your body hits absolute rest, where you go into uh, REM, that's when you get the most rest. Because I can tell you, I can lay in my bed. I have terrible insomnia. Terrible. I can lay in bed for eight full hours. And even if I get some sleep, I don't get the full REM sleep, which is really bad because I don't get the rest. Heavy REM sleep, end up. Yes. Beg your pardon?
1: I said heavy REM sleep, and you're, you're talking about Benjamin Franklin.
2: No, no, no! Not that guy. I know him too. It's the other guy. Well, no, he's um, the one
1: that created electricity.
2: Well, yeah, he discovered it, it, it through the the key on the kite. But there's another guy from the early 1900s. Not Einstein. Not Bell. Oh my God! I can't believe I'm drawing someone the in how... the chat says
1: Nikola Tesla.
2: No, 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 no! That's 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 another guy. Uh, I'm so bad with names. You see what I mean? But anyway, this guy who invented many many things. Uh, in the early 1900s, he invented the phonograph. Um, look that up. Whoever invented the phonograph. Edison, thank you. Thank you, Mona. Thomas Alexis Edison, Presley. you mean. Thomas Edison, thank you. Mona Alexa, Alexis Presley, thank you for bringing that up. Uh, yes, Edison used to sleep two hours, maybe three hours a night. Really? There are in- pictures of him taking naps on wow. his desk. He would work all through the night. And what I was saying before, um, he would, his, his theory was that you only needed about two hours of solid sleep with mm. R.E.M. Everything else is just rest.
1: Not R.E.M. the band, you mean you meant now, REM sleep, yes.
2: Yeah, I hate that band. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we Ooh. are
2: completely off subject. That's okay. I was going with something. Oh, Trump. Yeah. So he's, he's a guy who uh, works hard, and I can appreciate that because I can't.
1: Right, well, much uh, respect to him for uh, sleeping the, that little. I mean, definitely not yeah, something I would tell anyone to do.
2: Yeah, I need it's like 12 crazy. hours of sleep a day.
1: <laughs> yeah, I need a long time to sleep. Me too. That's uh, too little. I'd be uh, bombing countries if I slept for that long.
2: Me too, man. I'm so bad. If I don't get enough
1: sleep, I'm like a walking zombie. Jesus um yes um red cat guy uh, saying to google it very powerful I oh, think he's oh a,
2: Ed- edison's micro sleeping yes yes he's i right. think
1: uh, this guy is a little bit behind here on the stream um i think most listeners are a little bit on a delay here
2: yeah a couple seconds maybe it happens maybe though a minute I, happens, I know i know when i hang up with you at the end of the night if i flip to the show oh you still hear the audio i still hear us talking and god uh,
1: damn so we do have a heavy uh, yeah. sort of delay yeah about 30 seconds maybe in a minute well that's not good yeah whatever though it happens yeah. that's life what can you do what can you do what can you do so mike you know it's always a honor and pleasure to have you here and have these discussions with you and uh this pretty much sort of uh winds us down here mike yes sir we're sort of winding down here slowly Okay. And, and yeah, I could hear you breaking up in real time. So yeah, I think that's a sign that we uh probably have to get out of here before the, the quality gets even worse. Okay. But um one other story I wanted to bring up here before we get going here. Oh, I know what it is. Is that yeah, that uh, your your favorite president in history, Joseph Biden, may not be running. Are you surprised? Uh well a little bit. I I you know, I thought he would be, but the dem the Democrats out there, the top ones are reporting that uh, he's not going to be running again. They're very uncertain over whether President Biden will seek a second term in 2024.
2: Hey. <laughs> I can't even begin. We don't have enough time.
1: I know, Mike. I know. But again, it, we'll, we'll see what happens here. Um, well, We'll
2: be lucky. We'll be we'll lucky see. if he makes it to 2024 without having a stroke.
1: Yes, exactly. We'll see. And then we can uh, celebrate on uh, celebrity death pool. The next segment <laughs> Well the a special one for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Biden fell up the stairs on air force one. Again, I saw that again, he, again, Mike poor guy.
2: I know I feel bad for him in that capacity, but as a politician, <laughs> he can yeah. suck it.
1: He's fine though. He's, you know, he'll be all right. We can laugh at him for falling down
2: and everything else he, he would up. probably
1: laugh at you if he saw you fall down so
2: <laughs> he'd also kick me while i'm down here probably oh, stupid son of a bitch
1: so it's all right to make fun of um biden um but yeah mike the other big news was that uh, guns and roses are uh, heading on uh, the road in a big way the band announced an extensive world tour and uh, you know their first stop will be tel aviv in israel
2: Nice. What? What are what your thoughts on that?
1: What a surprise! I mean, they would be playing there for a stop. S- is Slash Jewish? I would. You know, maybe I would say he might be. Slashinsky? I say he's more. <laughs> I I would say he's more Jewish than I am. That's for sure. He's
2: slash slash it slash Stanley.
1: Slashinsky.
2: Slashinsky. Yeah,
1: you got yeah he's a he's my lawyer. That's what I call my lawyer. <laughs>
2: To get, now we've been canceled now Stay the doctor. show's over that's it you made a racial joke it's over show's over the ADL is
1: coming for us now
2: <laughs> the thought police the thought
1: police be careful I have to
2: go and take sensitivity classes
1: that's right and I'm gonna have to get on the air and start crying <laughs> oh I'm so sorry
6: <laughs> My voice.
1: Oh. I'm so sorry Mike I didn't mean cool. to make these racial comments Mike
2: Mm. I'm so you sorry.
1: Should,
2: you should be embarrassed.
1: Yes, that's what I'm gonna do next time I'm on. And just start crying.
2: <laughs> what a pathetic idiot!
1: But Mike, before not I, you, him, <laughs> I get you. But Mike, before I let you go, though, I you know we we have all these sort of crazy topics we discuss here, and they're always fun. And I I did want to ask you one question here. Why do so many people report alien abductions, Mike? In your opinion, do you think all these people are are nuts? Do you think they're making it up? Um, my are they opinion? smoking crack with Hunter Biden? Why do you think so many people have these abduction stories? You know, I like getting your take.
2: Okay. Per- my personal opinion? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I think they, there is, is one of two things or possibly both things that are occurring with them. E- either they want attention or they have something met- uh, medically wrong with them, brain-wise. Now, you know as well as I know, yeah. I would love for someone to prove to me that there is alien life abducting people. But until that moment comes, I cannot believe that people are being abducted by aliens.
1: I hear you. Well, scientists uh, blame that on sleep paralysis. Yes. That's what um, the scientists say about that. I have a very,
2: I'm not going to do it now, but I have a very good story about sleep paralysis. That happened to me when I was, when I was
1: 21. Nice. We'll definitely get into that the next episode here. We'll get further into alien abduction stories and um, all kinds of fun things here next time you're on the program with me, Mike. Cool. Very good. Well, once again, Mike, thank you for uh, stopping by and hanging out with me. Always a honor and pleasure. And go ahead and plug away, Mike.
2: Okay, folks, my book, King of an Empire to the Shoes of a Misfit, about my career as a performer uh, from start to finish. Uh, is available on my website, Um And if you don't know how to spell my name by now, then you shouldn't be listening to the show. Many, many thanks to Michael Deacon, of course. Uh, many, many thanks to the, sh- uh, the people listening to the show. And if you're listening to the podcast, thank you as well. Um, thanks for everybody calling in tonight and being so kind. And um, that's it. I had a great time tonight. I think tonight's show was extremely important. And... uh I think we got away with it without being too much of a potty mouth, dirty scumbags that we can be.
1: That's true. We were kind of clean here tonight. I'm kind of um, surprised, but we I'm did it. You're proud. Proud. proud of you, brother. You're proud of being American. I'm proud of that,
2: too. But I, I think no, we both... No. That, too. I think we did a really good job not swearing too much. What do you think?
1: You know, Mike, I'm going to miss... I'm um, going to miss you here, and I'm going to miss swearing, and... Doing um, all kinds of nasty things here on the air and making fun of people. Yeah. Actually, that's not going to stop.
0: Of course not.
1: It's just going to keep going.
0: Of course, it's going to
2: get worse. Yeah,
1: it's going to get worse. Um,
2: we should do a show where we just swear.
1: Well, I mean, my dad might not like that. No,
2: well, I'll tell him not to listen.
1: I'm going to tell him, don't listen anymore. It's your problem.
2: Just this show. Don't listen to this show. We're going to swear every sentence.
1: You know, I'm going to tell him to stop listening.
2: No, I don't do that.
1: I'm joking, of course. (laughs) Um, But yeah, either way, Mike, it was a great time. We were here for a long time, it turned out. And uh, we'll do it again very, very soon, my friend. Absolutely. Thank you,
2: Michael. I had a great time. And I'll be talking to you soon, I'm sure.
1: Absolutely. Good night, my friend.
2: All right, buddy. Take care. Good night, everyone.
1: And there he goes, boys and girls. That was my co-host, the one and only Mr. Mike Hideous, And as we wrap up tonight's epic adventure, I just wanted to give a big shout out to all of you awesome folks out there who have been rocking with us. Whether you're tuning in for the first time or if you are a long time listener, whether you're tuning in from the heart of America or from far off lands beyond, we are beyond grateful for your presence here and we don't want this party to end just yet. Keep the good times rolling by downloading and listening to the Michael Deacon program on your favorite podcast platform. And if you're feeling a little generous and want to show some love for the program, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Michael Deacon. And yes, that's where gold falls from the sky, folks. And yes, the music is rolling on in. That could only mean one thing. The show is about to end. So once again, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Michael Deacon and sign up. You won't be regretted And we'll be eternally grateful for that. And um, yeah, before I forget, please go to michaeldeacon.com if you want any merchandise. We need that to keep the lights on. We need all your help to keep the lights on, that's for sure. Things are going south out here. Last but not least, we've got some exciting news. We've taken our show to Rumble.com. Definitely look for the program there. Rumble.com, the Michael Deacon program. Go ahead and add us there. Now, we know these are strange times and mysterious times we're living in, but one thing, that's for sure, we'll always be here to keep you entertained and lion. that's for sure. So until we meet again, boys and girls, I'm Michael Deacon signing off from the wastelands of California. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place and life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night, everybody.